holy, holy, holy is the name of the Lord, who was and is and is to come. Just ascend into the name of God right now. Take a deep breath and be still. Let us just enter into the name of the Lord. Enter in by faith. Okay? Just enter in by faith. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Jesus. His name is holy. His name is holy. Let's just enter into the holy. There are angels that have been put in place right now to help you ascend with the chariot of God. Just Tune yourself spiritually, open yourself up spiritually so that you may ascend into the name of God. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Jesus. All right, all right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, welcome back to the Guardians of Worlds podcast, uh, season two. Um, this is Prophet Michael Joseph, and... Uh, Today, Abba sent me actually to build upon the mystery that I had started a few weeks ago, the mystery about ascending into his name. And uh, while I was praying this week, as actually as I got up to pray this week, he, he came and told me that uh, I want you to teach people uh, about the components of the name of a man, you know, because uh, every, every creature is made actually from various various things, energies. I, I mentioned in the previous podcast that that uh, a couple of group of scientists actually found out that the body of a man is made from a specific. I don't remember what component it was, but it's just as old as the the earth. According to them, they believe in the Big Bang theory and they believe the earth is about thirteen point three billion years old. And of course, that is a false understanding of of this whole process. But still they found out that the body has a specific component that is in the earth, so it could be as old as the earth, you get? And um, we shall look deep into that, but everything uh, is made from a specific thing. I, I told you that every creature is made from the laws of his dwelling. 
the name of a man as well has component. It's made of various things. I remember a few years ago, I had a dream. And uh, in this dream, I was walking with a friend of mine. And as we were walking, we began to talk. And she began to tell me that, um, you know, some person, we had a very personal conversation about uh, where she was supposed to be, uh, who she was supposed to be submitted to and all that. And then at the end of it, I remember we went to a certain place. It was like, it was it was more of in a mysterious, dark place, like hidden, deep in the hidden worlds, places that um, if you haven't learned the deep mysteries and secrets of God, you can't live in, you know, for for long. You get so we're in this place and we, we, we went and found angels of God deposited there. They were supposed to give each of us identification like our they're revealing they were sort of giving us like identity identity cards identity cards and they gave her hers and gave and then i went and i got mine and when i saw my my identity card i looked i actually didn't see my name but i knew god was depositing a specific identity in me you get and it was very very exciting because uh, when they gave me this identity card they gave me a specific amount of money and i'm not going to get into that you know that all that but what are, the part i'm very interested in is right right after i received this it was very interesting because i had a vision while i was still in the dream i was actually i withdrew from the dream went into a place of lucid dreaming where my conscious was awake my body was still asleep but my being was awake and then i began to see twirling you know twirling and i i was actually twirling around like um like a planet around its orbit around its you get uh, a planet orbiting i was twirling around like that you know and it's very interesting and then as i did that the lord showed me a vision of what was actually happening and i saw uh four earths one within the other one within the other you get there are four earths there was the large and then there was a smaller one that was inside the larger one. Then there was another one that was smaller. And there was a way they all spun according to their axis, according to the law that was governing them. So I was seeing four earths, one within the other, until the fourth. And I saw the way they they turned. You get I I, I saw the way they they they, they turned uh, according to the laws that were given to them. And that's the moment I realized that each of those four earths were myself you get these were the laws of my being and that's when it began to don't that's when it dawned on me that every man you know every man has a world that is attached to them you get depending on how much of the laws of creation they can they tap into they can create worlds okay so when they create worlds depending on how deep they go into gold these worlds can be eternal or they can be temporal or they can be shifted to the spiritual realm. So there are places that are entirely um, the creation of man, the creation of men that have walked in certain dimensions of the spiritual realm. And when you are sent there, you realize that some of these places are the making of what they believe as truth. You get. So there are places you'll ascend to, and it's not it's not entirely perfect, but it's the pigment of someone's imagination brought to life so you ascend to these places and you see what these men believed in you see 
how they created these places. And the same is true with the things of God. Because when we go to uh, the book of the secrets of uh, Enoch, the Lord, after creating the heavens and the earth, and after creating man, he says that uh, in the book of the secrets of Enoch, he says that I appointed him a name from the four components. He actually says from the four component parts of the earth, from the east, from the west, from the north and the south. I don't know if that is the order. But then he says, and I, let's actually go there. So, uh, Second Enoch chapter 30 verse uh, 14 says that, is it 30? Yeah, it's uh, chapter 30 verse 14, it's 13 actually, it says, And I appointed him a name made from the four components, from the east, from the west, from the south, and from the north. And I appointed for him four special stars, and I called his name Adam. Okay, so uh, here the Lord, the father speaking to Enoch. Remember, this is the time when Enoch had ascended. He was taken by the angels through uh, ten heavens. So he has taken from the first heaven to the tenth heaven. Then he finds um, the angels, and then the Lord takes him. Actually, I think with Gabriel or Michael, one of the one of those two angels, the Lord take they they take him before the presence of the Father, and the Father tells him that I want to reveal to you the secret of creation that none of my angels know. You get so while there, the Lord reveals to him the secrets of creation that actually are not recorded in the Scripture. You get, they're not they're not recorded in Genesis, but those, that's the dimension Enoch walked in. So Enoch saw a much deeper. Um, secret compared to what was recorded in the book of Genesis and I hope many of you can relate. So while there the Lord tells him that after he created and made Adam, he, he created the spirit and made the flesh, he commanded his wisdom to make Adam. And then he says that I appointed him a name from the four components of the earth. So the four the four corners of the earth, he made his name from the four corners of the earth, okay? From the east, from the west, from the south and the north. Then he says I appointed him four stars. Okay? Then after that he said, and I called his name Adam. Now, in the Hebrew, the name Adam means man, okay? And there are many arguments about what the name Adam actually means, and we're not going to get into that, but we realize that the name Adam was not only given to Adam, okay, but was given to Eve as well, because he says in the image of God created he, their male and female, created, you get it? So Adam and Eve were both called Adam until, of course, Adam named Eve, mother of all living. You get so? It's very interesting because that's the reason why I don't, even though the Hebrew, you know, even though the Hebrew says the name of Adam means man, I don't entirely uh, move with that interpretation and I'll, I'll get to the depth of that later. But the name of a man is has components. It's made from different, you know, uh, different dwellings to represent something. So, the Lord speaks about the four components of the earth, which we shall call the four corners of the earth. The, uh, let's say no, uh, east, the west, the south, and the north. And then he gives him four special stars. I was talking to people recently, and I, a few people recently, and I was telling them about stars. Every man has a star. And when I told you guys that when we look, it, uh, when we look to the depth of each of these things, every man is a star to some degree. So uh, there are men that have learned to utilize the cosmos, okay? Like, a friend of mine told me about uh, a certain group of heathen that pay attention to their stars. They know that uh, the, the heaven and the cosmos are there, like the Lord said, they put the sun, moon, and stars 
to tell the times and the seasons. They aren't supposed to be the time. You get and we're already cleared that the sun and the moon are not the determinants of time. They're only there to tell the times and the seasons. So these guys, what they, this guy is actually very sharp, which actually um, baffles me because the church hasn't learned to function this way yet. These guys pay attention to their stars. The Bible says that when Jesus, uh, after Jesus was born, the star appeared in the sky. The antediluvian patriots, actually, some of these guys that studied the stars and all that, believe that two stars appeared in the sky when Jesus was born. And those two stars represented him. You get, some believe it represented his nature as the son of man and the son of God. Others uh, don't actually know what it meant, but they say two stars appeared. So you need to learn that every man, had, depending on how your depth or you know, how close you are to the stature of being man, you, you have to find out how many stars you have, okay? And you need to learn that to a certain depth, you are a star, okay? I, had a, I actually had an experience, which I didn't want to get into right now, but I had an experience at uh, the beginning of the year, around Feb, when the Lord was announcing my times and season. I didn't, most people actually, the heathen I was telling you about, go to the sky and pay attention to their star. They check if their star is shining, and when it's shining, they go and step in. They go and step out into what they want to do because they understand that it's now their season. It was very different for me because I remember the Lord came down from heaven. So when the Lord came down from heaven, I was fast asleep and I was, I was actually lying on my belly, I remember. And I was fast asleep. So I, when the Lord appeared in the room, I was quickened, okay? Remember I told you about where the spirit of the Lord is, the liberty. My, my being was quickened. And I wasn't asleep anymore. I was resting. My body was asleep, but my cautious had woken up, okay? And then he touched my back, and then he whispered in my ear. He told me, uh, he actually, he told me that you are a star, okay? And he began to describe the kind of star I was. And I think I've mentioned this before. Stars have different shapes, sizes, uh, different realms they dwell in different laws that they you know they live in so when he began to describe to me the kind of star that i was i remember i turned in i my mind reconciled my cautious reconciled to the star that i was in the sky and i remember um standing in the cosmos and looking down where my body was in the earth and i was fully a star okay and i had totally turned into a star and I could see my body and the load down and I was up. And recently I've been having, it's not just recent. I, I began to understand it recently that there are times where I can go, let's say, to pray. And immediately I close my eyes, I'm in the sky. And until that happened, I hadn't realized that I, the Lord had turned me into a star. Okay? But I didn't want to get into that. I just wanted to, um, I wanted to give you guys a brief uh understanding of what the Lord meant here. He said that um, he told Adam, uh, he said, I appointed Adam four special stars. Now, each of these stars are appointed from the four corners of the earth. And these are the components of the name of Adam. Remember, I told you a name is the very state of a man. Okay. And I told you guys that when a name is being built, okay, there are dwelling places that are being constructed. Each of these dwelling places carry a truth. Okay, oh, each of these dwelling places are a truth. So when I'm talking about um, glory, there's a realm that is simply glory. That when you enter that realm, you begin to understand what glory is. Okay, so when we enter inside the name of Adam, 
And I told you guys that it's very interesting because the name of a man is solely attached to his identity. So the reason why the Lord did this, one of the reasons why the Lord did this with the name of Adam, well, creating, um, he actually, after he appointed him a name, he stretched his being to the four corners of the earth. I told you guys that Adam, uh, when you read the Talmud from way back, uh, I believe it's either the Babylonian Talmud or uh, the Talmud from Jewish traditions, they believed that Adam was the length and width of the world. So he was the exact size as the entire world. So he's being stretched forth to the four corners of the earth. And I've actually, either I've talked about this and showed you guys that this is actually very true, but we need to understand that when a man, like when a name is being built, there's a whole dwelling that is being built, not just for us to dwell in, but for us to become, okay? That's why uh, the man of God, Ben Hinn, says something very profound but controversial at the same time. I had a recording once where he was teaching about rest. And he said that there is no power in prayer. And it's true. Because it's true but controversial. And he said there is no power in prayer unless that prayer is in the presence of God. Okay? So he was encouraging people not to just pray. Because I have seen people pray for years and have nothing changed. Not gotten close to God. Nothing shifts about their environment. Nothing shifts about their stature. Nothing shifts about uh, the laws of their dwelling. And he said that there is only power inside the presence of God. So if you are not praying in the presence of God, you are as good as doing a carnal act. Okay? And it may sound very controversial, but I see where Benny Hino is coming from. Because around that time, the Lord was teaching me about names. And I told you that that's the time. That's what around the same time, Abba began to teach me that you don't necessarily have to go out and say in the name of Jesus. You have to dwell inside the name of Jesus. And the same is true about a man because when a person has cultivated their being and has entered the state of fatherhood, okay, when they have entered the state of fatherhood, they are at the highest level, highest caliber. These people uh, become worlds, okay? So when they see power worlds, men that want to draw things out of them enter inside them. So let's say each of us has a heavenly house, okay? Let me, let, let, me, let me use this example. Each of us has a heavenly house. And when you go to your heavenly house, you realize that everything about your heavenly house is you, okay? So you're literally looking at yourself. When you see the waterfalls, when you see uh, 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 whatever instrument you have, because each of us have an instrument that... Uh, we, when we play in resonance with, is worship. So you have to learn how to locate this instrument inside you and allow it to play, okay? And that's where you tap into the sharpest sound of, uh, or the deepest sound of your being when you use the instruments that are inside you. So, um, so when you enter inside your heavenly house, you see yourself. But it's not just you that can enter inside your heavenly house, okay? Uh, my sister told me a story of... Uh, a certain minister who was saying that not everyone has a heavenly house. And that, that just messed me up because I was wondering how, you know how when the father leaves his throne to go back to the endless realms and the angels go back to their houses, their streets, and every other uh, person goes back to their house. Where do these guys go? Because heaven is a very vast place there. The, the, you know, but it baffled me 
proffered me so much and I realized these are men that haven't cultivated their stature. Okay? The church is so obsessed with um so obsessed with temporal things that we forget that there is a world that we're supposed to contribute to when it comes to eternity. That when you don't contribute to that world, you have less what can I say? Uh less what? You you don't experience that world just like Abba had intended for you to experience, which is very sad because this is going to be for eternity. Okay? So imagine some is it's uh let me explain it this way. When I was talking about dimensions and realms and ascending through uh when I was talking about time, I spoke about realms. Now there are realms and dimensions in places. It's very interesting because if there let's say for example, if there are five realms in uh let's let's use time actually. If there are five realms in one o'clock, it's very interesting because all of us can be in one o'clock, okay? Let's say one o'clock was the first heaven. All of us can go and live in the first heaven bodily. But it's very interesting, depending on the realms we've cultivated in, it will look different to each of us, okay? So one person, the person in the lowest spheres, maybe might not be able to see the angels around, okay? The person in, in let's say, the se- uh the person in a slightly higher sphere might be able to see the angels, but might not be able to see their, uh, might not be able to perceive uh, their identities, might not be able to understand their roles, might not, you get, so you're all in the same place, but based on the spheres that you live in, you can experience this place. So imagine the person who is in the highest dimensions of this place is able, let's say if the Lord dwells, dwells there, he's able to see the Lord in his entirety. Well, someone who doesn't can see this place, yes, it's beautiful, but cannot experience it in the same capacity as someone who is in the highest sphere. Now, that's the thing. When, I'm, when the name is being built, a man has to go very deep in God to tap the laws of creation, to tap the mathematical codes that are used to build foundations. Um, I, uh, I love a quote I saw from Galileo. He said that, uh, mathematics is the language of God. And I agree with him because when the Lord was creating the earth, there are various things that went into it. There are letters that were used to create the earth. These letters are different from the Hebrew living letters, okay? And I'm going to, I'm going to get deep into that later, but these letters are different from the Hebrew living letters. And uh, when we understand that, we, began, we begin to understand that. Ah, actually, I've just remembered. I remember um, around the time when when the Lord was revealing to me his pet name, remember I told you guys about the Lord's pet name when I was talking about ascending into the name. Um, I remember we, ha- we used to ascend, I used to ascend with a certain group of, of uh, what I saw at the time as children, a certain group of kids, some youth, some my age, some way younger. And I remember when, when, whenever we used to go before this place where the Holy Spirit was going to come and reveal mysteries to us, they always gave us something like a test. So I remember... The Lord would come with a, with a mathematical equation and he would tell me, solve it, okay? And it's very interesting. I, I, don't, I don't think I remember any of these mathematical equations, but I know them. So he would bring a mathematical equation and he would tell me, solve it. And I would begin to solve the mystery. Then after solving it, he would reveal to us his deepest secrets in line with that mathematical kid. Uh, equation but anyway that's beside the point so um every the name of every man is made of various components okay when we look at uh, 
Adam, four corners of the earth. And we shall talk about the four corners of the earth and the treasures that dwell at the four corners of the earth. The Bible speaks about the ends of the earth. And I actually told someone recently that the ends of the earth is very, very interesting because I believe there are places I know. I've actually been to places on this earth that seem out of this world. There are places actually you can go to and they're on the earth, but they're more spiritual than physical. You get. So when you go to that place, it feels like you're crossing over to the spirit realm. And I've heard of countless stories. Uh, I've, someone was telling me about some historical finding back then where these guys, uh, I, I'll look deeper into it, but these guys went to a certain place and actually, I, I know you guys have heard these stories, uh, found, they, they actually started hearing sounds from different realms. And it's very true. You get this start here sounds from diff coming from another realm, okay? Sc uh, people screaming and all that you get, and it wasn't earthly; it was in another realm. So there are places on the earth that are more spiritual than physical, and there are places that are going to come into the there are spiritual places, spiritual dwellings that are going to come into the earth in the end of the day. One of those places is the New Jerusalem, you get. And I need to tell you, uh, let's go to the Book of Revelations and I show you something. So uh, Revelations 3.12 says that He that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God and he shall go no more out and I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God which is the new Jerusalem which cometh down out of heaven from my God and I will write upon him the, my I will write upon him my new name. Okay? So uh, uh, remember I, I told you guys in the previous podcast about my experience with uh, what the Lord referred to as his page name, because I used to ask the Lord, uh, you know how you, when you, the more intimate you get with people, you begin to develop pet names for each other that express a certain um, intimacy, a certain level of intimacy. So there's a time I got intimate. I remember there, there are times where I was getting uh, deeper in our relationship with God, and I began to ask him uh, for uh, for pet names you get, because I felt like... Um, there was there was a whole there's a whole story behind every pet name if especially when it comes from deep within and uh it's a depth of a certain relationship so i remember i told you guys about uh, uh the vision i had and i saw the the tower of god and i saw the temple of god and but one thing i forgot i i, I didn't tell you guys at the time was that when I saw the temple of God and everything that was happening around this name that was being built, this name of God that was being built, something very interesting happened. I saw myself standing at one of the pillars and I was inside one of the pillars of God. So it reminds me of, uh, when you go to Revelation 3.12, it reminds me uh, of this scripture where it says, He that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God and I shall, he shall go out no more, okay? And I will write upon him the name of my God. Now, um, I had a, another experience of a simil of the, the same kind, but uh, remember that when all of this is happening, okay, when all of this is happening, the name of a man is being built. Now, every man has different capacities within themselves, different capacities written within each of them. So each of us tap into the depth of God depending on the capacity of our being. We can't, I told you guys that if there are 30 heavens, uh, written within you and there's another man that has a hundred heavens written within them 
you cannot ascend beyond the 30 heavens because that is your entirety. So we need to also be, begin to develop and increase and understand the depth of each of our capacities. It's not just, it's not that basic, of course, but it's, it's much deeper than that. But we need to learn to uh, perceive some of these things. And I told you guys that uh, becoming a pillar, actually, let's leave that, but the components of the name of a man are very vast because it entails creating worlds. I told you guys that when the name of a man is being created, there are worlds that are being created. So each of us have to begin cultivating uh, our names, okay? So uh, because remember, the demons that uh, the other guys, um, that the sons of Skeva met, that, that, that the, uh, the sons of Skeva are trying to cast out, said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know, Paul, I know, but who are you? You get. So Paul had cultivated his name to a degree that the, um, as long as you entered inside the name of Paul, remember, we're not talking about the name of God right now. We're talking about the name of a man. So as long as you entered inside the name of a man, you are saved to some degree. That is how hages come about. Because if I enter into the name of a man, let's say a father figure or a person who has tapped into the stature of fatherhood, if I enter inside the name of this man, that means every truth that dwells in this man becomes my truth. That's why we have to be very keen on who the Lord puts before us and how we can um, partake of the mystery that God has worked in them. Because once you enter inside the name of Jesus, depending on the depth to which you have entered, you experience that life. And that is exactly what it means to worship the Lord in truth and in spirit. You have to enter inside his name. You get to a certain dimension and the dimension that you have entered in that is the truth that you carry that is what we call worshiping in spirit and in truth and i told you that um when jesus was coming down jesus came as the way and i, I didn't want to get into this but i just have to make my point uh, when jesus came down jesus came as the way yet but he said i am the way the truth and the life however much he was that he didn't come entirely in that capacity that meant that there was still a rest that was promised okay there was a rest that was promised that the Lord had to come as the truth. I don't know if many of you get this, but I, I understood this based on impartation by the Holy Spirit. She just touched me and I knew what she was saying there and then. So um, when Jesus comes as the way and we interact with him in that capacity, then we tap into the truth that is written within the name of Jesus. And when we tap into that, then we worship the Lord in spirit and in truth that's why our names have to grow okay our names have to grow as well because each of the names of the men with the deepest capacities are cultivated that's why you hear about abraham's bosom that's why uh, there's a scripture that speaks about moses and it says that they were baptized actually let's go there Let, let's go there so first corinthians 10 to says Actually, let's start from verse, verse 1. It says that, Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud, that is the dark cloud, and all passed through the sea. Okay? Then it says, And were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. <laughs> you guys, listen to this mystery. Uh, somewhere, I believe it's in Romans, I think Paul, Paul says that um, we're all, I believe it's Paul, Paul says that we're all baptized unto Jesus and were baptized into his death okay now in the same capacity these guys back then when they when the when the glory cloud came down and Moses went up into the cloud it says that and all we are 
baptized unto Moses. Remember, were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Very interesting mystery. So it says that we're baptized into Moses. That means Moses had, Moses exact was more than a prophet, okay? So more, all our fathers were baptized into Moses. So they're baptized inside and they dwelt inside Moses, okay? That means they began to, Moses was more than just a prophet. He became a whole, the entirety of the law, okay? So Moses, that's why they call it the law of Moses. Moses and the hidden depth of the Torah. Because remember, the, the Torah is not just the, the Ten Commandments, the, the, the dead law and all that, okay? There are secrets of the Torah. There are letters of oath. There's something that is referred to as the letters of oath that I believe is the Hebrew living letters. So um, someone says, uh, when Rabbi Ishmael ascended to, to, uh, ascended to, to behold the vision of the Makaba or the picture of the Makaba, it says that, Metatron speaking to him says that, uh, he, he goes and shows him what they refer to as the letters of oath or the Torah, the letters of the Torah. So we learn that, you know, you can go look them up, the Hebrew living letters. And remember, these Hebrew living letters are deep because we can use them to do various things. Moses used, I believe, uh, someone spoke about him using the Hebrew living letters and then the 72 explicit names of God to, to part the Red Sea. And it's very interesting. It, it baffles me because many of us think Moses just raised his stuff and the Lord came and, you know, sent the winds to, to blow... <laughs> The blow the sea and split it apart. No, there was a mystery that he engaged to split the Red Sea. That same mystery that he engaged, he people were baptized into it. Remember that. That's why it says, Now ye know that our fathers are baptized unto Moses in the cloud, the mystery that Moses tapped into in the cloud. And we're not going to get into that mystery right now. And where the mystery that he used to split the Red Sea, the same mystery that I come here to teach you with Moses was was were the people the, were our fathers baptized into Moses so it's very interesting and um, I'm not going to get into the depth of that but now you realize that Moses cultivated a certain stature the same stature Adam cultivated the same stature that uh, that Abraham cultivated so you notice that before Jesus came and gave people or gave uh, people life Everyone went down. There were three separate places. There was Abraham's bosom where the righteous went, and there were the other two places, okay, where um, the rich man went, and then there's the other place where, I'm not going to get into that, but these men cultivated their names so much so that every man dwelt inside, or every man has the capacity. God, there's something I believe called ownership, that when God gives you this thing, you become a mystery, okay? I, I believe that's, that's one of the things um, uh, we can refer to as ownership. When God gives you something called ownership, it's you have mastered a mystery so much so that it has been, the keys of it have been entrusted with you. So when you have these keys, you become the realm, okay? You're not just the realm, you're the key itself. So once you give portions of your spirit to different people, you've given them keys to enter inside your realms. That's why the Lord said, I will take of your spirit and place it upon the 70 elders. Now, the same mystery is what we use in in uh, in uh, Yeshua Hamashiach. Because when Jesus left, he said, I will give you the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit came, he she, uh, she didn't come in her own name. She came in the name of Jesus. So she came as different 
identities of Jesus that each of us are given. Each of us are made in the image and likeness of God. And the Lord just doesn't appear to you in whatever, you know, whatever glory he, that he does. He appears to you based on your identity. So when the Lord, when the Holy Spirit came in each of us after we had received the life of Christ, okay? She came and sat in the throne that is within us in, um, in the heart, okay? Many people say in the spirit, but I'll show you something. Okay, I'll show you something later. So when the Holy Spirit comes within you, uh, Paul says, no, you know that you're the temple of the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost comes within you, that's when a key has been, the Lord has given you a key to enter into his name. Okay, now when you receive this key, the spirit that was upon Jesus, Jesus gives you of his spirit and you receive this key. You begin to enter the name of the Lord in different dimensions based on how deep you tap into the Lord that is within you. So each of us have to go to the depth of the interior castle. Uh, I believe it was um, either St. Catherine of Siena or um, St. Teresa. I, I believe it was St. Teresa of Avila who spoke, who taught about the interior castle of this, I believe the soul or something. And she spoke about us experiencing the ecstasies of God and relationship with God in the interior castle within us. And I remember the Lord showing me a vision of the same uh, he was cultivating the same thing in our generation. And he spoke about, I remember him uh, leading me through a couple of things. And he spoke about different things, okay? Different things that we're going to be led to in this time where there are specific truths that have been released to specific beings. And then remember that I told you guys, by the way, I told you guys in one of the podcasts, I don't remember which one exactly it was, but it speaks about the stone that the builders refused. And... One day, it dawned on me when the Lord asked me. He said, what do you think this mystery means? And at the time, I honestly didn't have a clue. Okay, then he began, he began to teach me and tell me that, did you know that the Pharisees, uh, Sadducees, and everyone that rejected Yeshua at the moment, at, at, in his time, were not the builders of the house of God? And then you ask yourself, what mystery? Because Jesus asked, what is this? What is this that they speak about? The stone that the builders refused has become the chief cornerstone. You know? And that's, that's the moment it hit me when the Lord told me that, where it says that it is the doing of the Lord and it's marvelous in our sight. Remember that there's a mystery that has been hidden from the foundations of the world. This same stone I've spoken about in one of the podcasts that was released in the end of days. And it says that um, Zechariah 6 Six uh, say in Zechariah six they speak about the branch of David and it says that it is behold the man whose name is the branch it says and he shall it is he that shall build the temple of the Lord okay and I'll get into the depth of that much much later but we need to learn that when a name is being built and I'm using the name of the Lord now because um, uh, I want to show you the depth of of names each of us can have as a being. Okay, because each of us are made from different facets. Adam was made, in the previous podcast, I showed you guys that Adam was made from, from different components of the earth. All, many of us think that the Lord just came down, picked the dust of the earth and, blew, into, um, and uh, blew the breath of life into Adam and he became a living soul. No, they took the dew and made, I believe, his hair. They took the stone and made his bones. They took the dust of the earth and made, uh, sh shaped his body. They took different facets, uh, different elements of the earth different components of the earth and made the made adam made the body and the souls of adam from different components of the earth which was just to show the diversity and um 
and the connection between the earth and Adam in the same way the name of a man is created, okay? So God takes the four corners of the earth and from the four corners of the earth, he fashions the name of Adam and he calls him Adam. Adam and Eve, he calls them Adam, okay? So when we do this, each man that comes from Adam begins to journey through Adam, okay? That's why you've had many people say that the earth there are various ministers I've heard before saying that the earth is your training field for eternity. And each man has to journey through the earth because the intention of the Lord when he was creating the earth and creating Adam was to make Adam lord over everything. So he said, I was creating another world and the serpent perceived it, talking about the devil, and he came to distort that. But God was creating another world where Adam would be lord, okay? And then his offspring would rule and have dominion over the earth, but through journeying through Adam. So every man journeyed through Adam. There are mysteries that were written in Adam that each man journeyed through. And I told you that Adam being the first Adam uh, was very interesting because God just, because, uh, how do I say this? Adam was the first creature made, but not the first creature to tap into the stature of man, Okay. I told you that when God was coming down to make man, his intention was never to make a soulish man. And when Jesus was coming to redeem you, his intention was never to make you a spirit being. That was just the beginning of the journey. So when you learn this mystery, you realize that um, the Bible speaks about there are many experiences from the beginning till now. But I have studied the scriptures and there are few people who have tapped into the stage of man. Okay, And I explained to you guys that the stage of man is a state where Someone goes, journeys to the tree of life and turns and is transfigured into a man. And that is very, the experience of a man is very different from the experience of a soulish man, from a human being, from a spirit being. Each, each being experiences life based on who they are. And I explained to you guys earlier in this podcast when I was telling you that, uh, that depending on the dimensions you dwell in, you experience life. So if someone is dwelling in the deepest dimensions of God, which I doubt any of us can tap into, the life of that person takes on that, you get that peculiar nature and they become that creature. So you always, you you see the thing about fulfilling purpose, and I've said this countless times, the thing about fulfilling purpose is not about doing everything that was assigned to you. So God told you, you're a worshiper, you go join choir, do this, do that. No, that's that's not the thing about fulfilling purpose. Purpose is about journeying through the realms of God that have been written within you. So that when you fill each of those realms, you turn into the different things that have been written in you. So if there's a thing about you and the winds of God, you have to reach a place where you vaporize and become a wind. And I know what I'm talking about because I received a report from one of the angels, one of my angels, a couple of uh, years ago when he told, he came, I actually didn't know about that mystery. Okay, I didn't know anything about that mystery. I still don't understand much about that mystery. I have to admit, I don't understand much about it. But he just came and told me, you have finally vaporized. And uh, my carnal mind quickly began to touch my body. I said, I still feel like flesh. He said, no, you have vaporized. Okay, and that's the thing, that's the thing I'm trying to communicate to you right now. There are different, every man has a wind that they can tap into. You get uh, there's storm winds, there are east winds. Every man has a wind they can tap into, okay? 
And it's very interesting because once you have these winds written in you and you tap into it, you become that creature. And that's when you begin to feel, fulfill purpose at different dimensions. It's not just about doing the kingdom. I've said this countless times. It's about who you are. Okay? So this all contribute to your name. Because when you enter inside my name, the things that have been, the mysteries that have been written in me, you begin to experience and walk in. Okay? That's why it's very specific. You know, uh, the Lord has just told me something. There are two people can be given the same name. But the name can be different, okay? So it's very interesting because I can be named Michael. I can be named of the Lord Michael. And another man is named of the Lord Michael. But those two names are not the same, okay? I can be named Michael based on... I was named Michael based on after uh, the archangel Michael, the prince warring angel. And that I took on that nature, okay? Another man can be named Michael based on another thing that's why i told you i don't entirely believe in the hebrew translation of the name adam as man okay because many of us didn't uh, don't even understand what it means to be a man all right so the, uh like the lord was saying two people can have the same name but it doesn't mean the same thing and the name is not the same so we need to stop looking at the titles oh we are namesex you get that's very okay but we need to how much have you cultivated in that name if it was written that my name means warrior, which is one of the things, you know, that is written in me, a warrior. When, if I don't cultivate that, then the name doesn't take on its full nature. And it's very interesting because if it doesn't take on its full nature, the books that are written of me before the Lord are not stamped and, you know, they cannot be passed on as a stamped truth. It's very hard for you to enter ownership of a specific mystery if you haven't entered perfection. That's the place where fatherhood comes in because fathers are those that have entered the perfection of the mystery of God and you become a specific mystery. That's why we see that our fathers were baptized into Moses. That's why Abraham housed. He's the keeper of the paradise of God. Abraham is the keeper of the paradise of God. That's why when you, there are men that have ascended to heaven and the first place they actually take them is into the paradise of God and Abraham gives them of living water and he and uh, they partake of this living water then they and which is actually a mystery that abraham ever came with because when you read the accounts of the saints from back then you notice that when abraham was told to leave his land it's actually not recorded in the scriptures but it's um it's in uh one of the books that are pulled out of the scriptures when abraham was leaving his land and he was going to a specific place the enemy attacked him and i remember it speaks about the devil coming and turning into a huge mass of water. So Abraham realized, actually Ab Abraham knew the place that he was going to and he, he remembered that there was no water in the place but he was crossing a deep sea. And he began to ask himself, like he, he began to think within himself and say, I have been to this place before but there was no water here. What is going on? Then he rebuked the devil and when he rebuked the devil, then the devil who had turned into this big... Um, mass of water trying to swallow Abraham and I believe Isaac was up there left and fled that's why I believe that's one of the mysteries that helped all that bathed the uh, the the, uh, the waters of life that it was in the paradise of God where Adam is lord over so you notice that so you can see the different dimensions that men tap into as um, as uh, 
as fathers, okay? We need to learn how to tap into fatherhood. And it's very important because when we tap into fatherhood, then we have personified a specific mystery. Specific mysteries flow from us and people capture it without necessarily necessarily having to over-engage it. Okay, I have I heard very many testimonies of people I, I've sat down with and I tell them about a testimony or something that I have worked in. And these are not exactly people that pursue the deep things of God. Okay, but somehow you feel compelled to tell them some things. So the, there's a lady I told a certain mystery and this lady, she, I was trying to encourage her to, to, to get more reverence for intimacy with God. And it's very interesting because I remember telling, I actually didn't, I remember not telling her testimony, but just being there to mentor her. And then months later, she called me and she told me, by the way, you know, it's very interesting. I experienced this these days. And it was something that I had cultivated. She didn't know that I have, to this very day, she didn't know that the mystery that she, the certain kind of prophetic that she experiences came from my cultivation. She didn't know it. I didn't declare it over her. She just, the more we interacted, the more she received keys from me that allowed her to tap into something in me without, necess- she, she tapped into a certain nature of hers that dwells in me without necessarily having to over cultivate it. You get? So we need to, and that doesn't mean that we should not cultivate and take the things of, of God very seriously. But that just means that there's a covering that comes over a man when fatherhood is ushered in. Okay? So we need to um, be very strategic with who we sit under. We need to see special treasures in different men and see how we can tap into those treasures. Okay? So that's why the name of a man is very, very important. These are just. I'm basically laying a foundation on the components of the name of a man because they are very, we haven't even touched uh, the four corners of the earth. We haven't even touched uh, the cords that are used to make the dwelling of the man. We have basically just spoken about the name of a man and the dwelling uh, and how it's his state of glory, how each of these names or each of these letters are beings. Okay, now let me touch on that a bit. So, um uh okay when you go to the third enoch third enoch speaks about um third enoch speaks about the 72 explicit names of god so uh the lord has 72 explicit names that the jews don't mention and there's something called the forgotten name of god that uh the yod hey vav hey that the jews don't mention as well because they feel like it's too sacred and i know i actually know what they mean it's they feel like it's too sacred that's why when jesus came out and mentioned the 72 names of god they wanted to stone him because they thought it was blasphemous to mention the name of god while jesus thought it not uh not seen to look at himself as equal to god so that's why it's very interesting because when you study the account of ezekiel ezekiel 1 and 2 which has, which over the years was, uh, it was morphed in, it mo- which over the years morphed into macabre mysticism or macabre mysticism, you learned that um, the yud, hey, vav, hey, the yod, hey, vav, hey, in modern Hebrew, is a, is a name of God, okay? It's a sacred, sacred name of God. But it's very interesting because each of these names are made with sacred letters, okay? And this name is attached to the 72 explicit names of God. So 
one of this let me let, let me touch on this one one of the 72 explicit names of god that i was sent to minister today so um one of the 72 explicit names of god that we uh, that many of us need to begin to reverence is the holy 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 okay so when you hear angels singing holy 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 is the lord of hosts the whole earth is full of his glory the name holy is the name of the lord okay so holiness is not about your living righteous and you know living righteously doing good deeds nothing it has nothing to do with that holiness is the name of god that when you enter in when you enter there and when you immerse yourself in the holiness of god remember that these there are three holies it's called a thrice the kedusa when you enter the kedusa uh the holy 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 these are three different beings okay now each of these beings it says in revelations holy 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 is the name of uh is the lord god almighty the whole earth is full of his glory now let me take you guys back to the experience i was telling you about uh in the beginning about the four worlds so i told you guys that men are not three-dimensional okay they're not spirit soul and body they are more than that and we're going to look at this a certain time but men are four dimensional that means that on top of the spirit soul and body there's a fourth law that they have that you know just like you have a body you have a soul and just like you have a soul there's another dimension in you that many of us have not not actually tapped into and just like you have that dimension you have if you have been born of the spirit you have a spirit okay so you're four dimensional that's why i had four worlds spinning okay four earths spinning around while i was uh, oscillating around each of them i th- i learned that was my identity okay which many of us need to begin to activate and i'll and i'll have sessions where we can go and activate these identities so that we can become aware of our four dimensional self okay so just like man is four dimensional god is four persons okay and we can begin from this god is not three persons he's four persons so many of you th- think that when jesus said that baptize in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit he meant that god was three persons so many of you carry that revelation and the cappadocian fathers way back developed the the doctrine of the trinity which many of us have actually quickly taken in and we believe that there is a trine god has a triad understanding to him so father son and holy spirit many of us adopted that which is not true but it's very interesting because when you look at the name of one of the 72 explicit names of god which was spoken about as the holy 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 uh, lord god almighty okay when you look at that it's very interesting because it speaks about three names that are attached to one creature okay now let me explain that so the first holy actually this explains the the, the the creature of god so we have a first holy that stands on its own you get and you need to, by the you guys need to learn that you don't just sing holy 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 okay there is actually a way to sing it angels actually get punished for singing this song wrongly and sing it at the wrong time okay so you don't sing it as holy 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 you get you sing it there's a fast holy so we have a holy which speaks about the first nature or the first person and then the other two holies are connected to each other remember i told you guys that the soul was made from the wind and the breath of life the part that was made from the wind is what we actually refer to as the soul 
and the path that is eternal that was made from the breath of life is what is the other fourth the third nature i was telling you about man apart from the spirit okay so it's the same thing that the same mystery that that makes these two together okay and i'm not going to get into the depth of that so we have holy 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 okay so it's holy 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 then we speak of lord god almighty and i told you guys that the template lord is different from the template god okay and almighty is different from uh, omnipotent father the, the almighty god is different from the omnipotent father <laughs> all right so we need to learn the different names of god to understand his nature so when the lord says that saith the lord god almighty and his redeemer the omnipotent father okay they're speaking about two different persons we need to learn that and i recently began not actually recently ever since i was a, as a little child the almighty used to visit me and i know what i'm talking about because there are different persons of god you need to learn who visits you okay when it says that david says what is man that you're mindful of, mindful of him and the son of man that you thou visiteth him so you need to learn the different persons of god that visits you i told you that there are four persons of god but each of them have a nature attached to them you know this mystery is so complex that's why back then when ezekiel had his experience only skilled rabbis in the word were allowed to actually study ezekiel's account because they knew that it was so mysterious that anyone if anyone stumbled upon a mystery they would you know wreak havoc so we're still studying this name of god actually we're studying our two names of god the holy actually written somewhere as q q q holy 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 okay that's that is one of the 72 explicit names of god and these 72 explicit names of god are very deep because each of them have a mystery attached to them they are do <laughs> anyway wow all right they are different beings okay each of these names are different beings so when i i showed you guys in the in that when i was talking about ascending to the name that the name of god is different from god okay so someone can say the name of god visited me and yes the name of god is not a created being it's the lord himself but the name of god is different from god that's why somewhere it's in isaiah 30:27 it says behold the name of the lord cometh from afar okay and in daniel 2 something it says that be, blessed be the name of the lord he changes the times and the seasons he's not talking about god changing the times and the seasons he's talking about the name of god changing the times and the seasons and you can only understand that mystery when you see you, when you understand the mystery of time and you look deep into the mystery of who governs the times who has the keys of the times and i told you that the key of david is one of the things that allows time to change that's why it says that um I shut and no man opens and I open and no man shuts that has nothing to do with your physical manifestations your physical doors the, the things about your life no it has nothing to do with that and even when we're talking about dominion I'm not talking about your earthly thrones and what there are thrones and seats that are placed in heaven okay let me give you guys an example there's nothing uh, someone once said that there is no such thing as a throne of media uh, a throne of uh, of sports there's no such thing as that okay and let le, let me let me bring some clarity to clarity to that there are different things that are attached to the earth media sports uh and it's very interesting because each of these are birthed by culture okay so different cultures birth different things and you can see the trends as they are changing and 
as the cultures change, it's very interesting. New things come up, okay? And it's very interesting because there cannot be enough thrones. There, okay, thrones can be there, but it's, many of us don't understand the depth of dominion. And dominion is attached to as well to names, okay? So when you understand that, dwelling inside the name of God is the same as being enthroned in the name of God. Because uh, a certain a special man of God, a rabbi, once said that when a man has cultivated his fear, okay, his realm of his fear of dominion, the most potent thing is his word. Now, what that means is, he, he actually, the same man of God said that, uh, he said that uh, a king cannot, only kings that are seated on thrones can make decrees. Okay, so David was anointed king, but way before he could, way before he sat on his throne, he couldn't make a decree. Okay, so we understand that decrees are for kings that are seated on their thrones, and we need to learn this mystery. So that when you sit on your throne, when you locate your throne, understand what it is and sit on it. Okay, when you make a decree, because you sit on that throne. That word is heated because it has potency. It has potency because of the throne or the realms that you dwell in. The amount of truth that you have captured. Okay? So when we learn each of this, that's why somewhere there it says, if you guys have learned how to ascend through Zion, you go up and you find a throne of rest. There's a city of rest and a throne of rest. Those are two different things. When you find a throne of rest and you rest and you enter therein with the Lord and tap into different dimensions of this, that amount of power that you can release is dependent on how deep how deep you have cultivated or entered each of these realms, which is actually what we call as being a throne. Being a throne is not sitting on some uh, physical throne somewhere. That's why in the book of Enoch, Enoch uh, praying, and actually Enoch was recording his account and he said, how can I speak of a glorious creature as the Lord God Almighty? And he says that his throne is not made with hands. Okay? He says his throne is not made with hands. And the same, he says somewhere there, it speaks of Abraham looking for a place whose builder was and maker was God. A throne, a place that was not made with hands. And then in the end, we see a stone in Daniel. Ha, huh, my goodness. We see a stone in Daniel that is not cut with hands. And this stone becomes oh it says the stone enlarged and filled the earth so you guys see the depth of what i'm driving at right now all of this is attached to the components of a name of a man the components of the name of a man we need to reverse some names by the way we need to reverse some names and i realized that there are beings that uh i recently realized that there are beings whose names are not easily mentioned in the spirit just like the jews there are beings you know, it's very funny because, uh, I don't know if I should talk about this now, but l let me use another example. It's very possible for your angel to have a, a posture that it doesn't mention your name because it understands the weight of that name. That's why, you know, it's very, that's why I told you guys, you don't necessarily have to mention the name of Jesus for you to see change, to cast out demons, because if you see have the if you carry the same mystery that the Jews carried, the same reverence they had for the names of God, that they don't mention the names of God, you learn that the, the Jews actually don't mention the name Yahweh. Many of the uh, the name Yahweh 
that many of us refer to as Jehovah. It's a less accurate rendition of the name. But many of us just make noise, Jehovah, 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 you get? Uh, Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh. But the Jews understood that you just don't mention this name because it's too sacred. There are names that you don't mention in some realms, okay? If you carry the same mystery, you can know that you can get to a place where even your angels cannot mention your name out loud. They have to speak it from the depth of their being, or they, be, they have to release energies when they're calling you. Because they know that your name, has, you've reached a place where you have tapped into the sacredness of God. That is when you have gone deep into the, the holy. And holiness, I told you guys, many of us attach natures of God to sin. You attach grace to sin. You attach mercy to sin. You attach holiness and righteousness to sin. That's not what these things are about, you guys. Grace was there way before sin ever existed. Mercy was there way before sin existed. Okay? Otherwise, there wouldn't be a throne of uh, a mercy seat. You get there wouldn't be a throne of grace, a whole throne of grace, an eternal throne of grace that will be there if sin. You get someone once said that. Uh, you know, it's very interesting. I once asked myself the question: Do angels know what grace is, or do angels have experienced grace? What do you guys think? Let me know. What do you guys think? Do angels experience grace? And if you say no, then you are you've attached grace to sin. Because you've attached grace to sin and redemption. But that's not true. Angels know about the grace of God. Okay, that's why there's an angel. I've forgotten his name. Um, there's an angel when praising God, he speaks about his graces. And I was like, hold up, what? Angels... Speaking about the grace of God, yet they know nothing about redemption and sin. You know, you know when an, when an angel, um, I'm yet to study the depth of this, but when angels fall, they can't necessarily be redeemed the same way we can be redeemed. So we can't say that that angel has known redemption and grace. An angel talking about the grace of God. My goodness. That means many of us have misunderstood the nature of God in itself, and which is the same example I can give. When we talk about grace, mercy, and all this, we're talking about different components of the name of God, and each of these are the natures of God. Okay, so the components of a name are directly tied to the nature of the man. So, and remember, we're still talking about the names of a man. We're not yet going to the name of God. Okay, so when we're talking about the components of the name of a man, we're talking about different natures of a man. So, uh, with that, I hope we can ascend and let me give you a very tiny secret about ascension i told you guys that the laws that adam had are not the same laws that we had because he was a different creature okay adam didn't use his ears for hearing we use our ears for hearing because we are born flesh we are born human every man is born human okay every man is born human and they begin to travel through different creatures until they're transformed to different creatures. So, the more you ascend and turn to different creatures, yeah, your, uh, your appearance might not change right now, okay? It might not change greatly, but I know men, actually know men, who people have met and testify of and say, these people don't look human. I know very many men, both of light and of darkness, where people meet them and they say, this man doesn't look human. Uh, 
the 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 great man of god justin paul abraham spoke of of guys that had spoke of a certain i believe a certain guy that he either he met or someone met that was over 500 years old but they still looked like they still looked young because they had tapped into a certain mystery of immortality and longevity so you imagine we have men on the earth that are over 400 500 600 years old and still look like your average 20 year old and they're still strong you, you wouldn't believe okay? because they have tapped into different natures or different mysteries of immortality of bliss all these mysteries all these components of the name of god now you imagine man is made in the image and likeness of god okay and when we tap into the name let's say of adam the name of moses the name of abraham or the name of of um, the men that god has, has placed before you when you tap into the different mysteries that those men have worked in it's possible to draw the same mystery and walk in it so if abraham let's say uh, if abraham tapped into a mystery of uh, of let's say longevity or immortality we as well as saints as sons of abraham or actually like, let me call it children as children of abraham there's a difference between sonship and being a child we as children of abraham can as well tap into different facets of the name of abraham different components that means that we have to be born of abraham's world okay that's why just as being born doesn't end with just being born of flesh and being born of spirit okay there are other births that are caused and then there's baptism as well so there's a baptism of the holy spirit then there's a baptism of the holy spirit and fire there's a baptism of the cloud of moses that's why it says that they were baptized unto moses in the cloud and in the sea okay so these are all these are different births that we can undergo to become different creatures and when we tap into each of the components of these names each of the components of these creatures these creatures these men that walked before us then we begin to mirror specific people okay and when we mirror these people that's when we can say we have entered a certain level of mastery and perfection in that which has been given to those men so let us seek we need to understand that impartation is not just about uh, uh, not just about actually many of us have used impartation for 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 anointings you know mantles mysteries but it's possible to have an impartation you know i i understand many of us have tapped into spirits of men and then have worked um, the testimonies of these men i would love to see i was actually reading the the book of enoch before I, before I, I started to record this and i just saw one of the texts of enoch and in one of his experiences and i was so buffered at how enoch was the first man to behold the face of the father and he describes the face of the father and the face of god and when i read his testimony i was like wow enoch tapped into something so precious that i wish many of us would tap into okay and imagine getting the spirit of enoch upon you and you walk into something effortlessly wow and i know enoch has a role to play in this generation a big role because a lot of his prophecies were targeted to our generation to the end of uh this age and the beginning of the next age so he has a lot to play in this generation but uh i'd love to give you guys sort of like an exercise 
go and find out the components of your name okay and uh, i'm not talking about the title find out as i told you guys about hebrew names find out what your hebrew name is uh find out what your hebrew name is find out what your eternal name is because god uh the, the text we read in revelation speaks about uh the lord giving you his name okay giving the name of the new jerusalem and then uh which can also be categorized as being born of zion okay or being born of okay being born of zion so imagine when God says that, he's not simply telling you, I'm going to give you a name and you're going to be called this. He's telling you, you're going to be born of the Father, born of Zion, and born of himself. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And imagine the Lord, anyway, l- let me stop here, but um, if you have been blessed, you can, and you're practicing each of these things, you can send me your testimonies. Uh, people usually send me some of their testimonies. Uh, if you've tried to ascend it, say the name of God can also let me know you know and uh i'll see how i can help you but uh that is my show for today i thank you uh for listening um if you have any questions you can send them to any of my social media platforms uh that is prophet michael joseph instagram facebook uh twitter at prophet michael j and send me your testimonies my email is uh michael the voice five at gmail.com send me your testimonies your dreams Uh, your questions, and I'll be sure to answer them. Uh, Thank you.